Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for September 6, 2011, and here's the latest in the global automotive industry. And there is good news about car sales in the U.S. market. According to Wards, the main reason sales are running under a SAR of 13 million vehicles is not due to a lack of demand, it's due to low inventory. When the SAR ran over 13 million units earlier this year, automakers had 2.5 million vehicles in inventory. But after Japanese automakers lost production due to the earthquake, inventory fell under 2 million. And now Hyundai is also running low because it simply can't keep up with demand and Ford is facing a shortage of focuses because of production problems. Ward says the SAR will not hit 13 million units again until automakers have at least 2.4 million vehicles in inventory. It also says all automakers have aggressive fourth quarter production plans. So while there's doom and gloom throughout much of the rest of the economy, the auto industry is going to do pretty well. Bob Lutz has got to be one happy guy. When he was last on AutoLine, Lutz indicated he would like to be a consultant to General Motors. Well, he got his wish. GM announced that Lutz will be an advisor to top management. However, we hear not everyone is happy to see him come back. At nearly 80 years old, some feel Lutz had his turn and that it's time for fresh blood to direct what the company does. Volkswagen is set to reveal a new concept car at the Frankfurt Motor Show called the Nils. It's a very small single seat pure electric vehicle with gullwing doors and a hatchback. Built on an aluminum space frame, it's covered with plastic and aluminum bodywork. Curb weight is just a whisker more than 1,000 pounds. The Nils is powered by a 15 kilowatt electric motor that's juiced by a 5.3 kilowatt hour lithium ion battery pack. Altogether, the drivetrain should deliver a range of about 40 miles with a top speed of around 81 miles an hour. From Longhorn cattle to 72-ounce steaks to the attitude of some of its people, everything's bigger in Texas. And now you can add another thing to that list, speed limits. The Lone Star State just raised the maximum to 85 miles an hour. That's 137 kilometers an hour, but it only applies to rural areas. So don't get too excited. Everywhere else, it's still 75 miles an hour. Hey, it's the first Tuesday of the month, and that means another episode of Open Line is live tonight. Co-host Chelsea Sexton has all the details. Thanks, John. Michelle Naranjo and I will both be on tonight for the usual show, but I'm doing this promo by myself behind her back because I haven't told her who the secret guest is. It's one of those I'll tell you, but I'll have to kill you kind of things. We're actually going to have Jim Wolsey, former director of the CIA, on to talk about the different sorts of fuels and cars that he loves and why Osama bin Laden hates his car. We'll be on at the usual time, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. You can join at autoline.tv or call in 712-432-0900 and pin code 911-633. Thanks for that update, Chelsea. Sounds like a good show tonight. 
Back in 2009, the Obama administration slapped tariffs on Chinese tires because they were dumping them. China appealed the case to the World Trade Organization, but now the WTO rejected China's appeal. Chinese tire companies have seen their exports to the U.S. drop 6%, but even so, overall tire imports are up 9%. Speaking of China, this is an odd story. Last Monday, the country's quality agency accused Toyota of selling vehicles with faulty parts that, and I quote, caused many casualties. However, the agency didn't give any other details. This prompted a meeting with government officials and Toyota executives. But in a surprise twist, the government says Toyota doesn't need to recall those vehicles. It only needs to investigate the problem. But you know, this just doesn't pass the smell test for me. I mean, you talk about all kinds of casualties and then say they only have to investigate it. Sure sounds like there's something else that's going on here. Coming up next, here's some advice for anyone interested in advancing their career. Everyone involved in management is always learning something on the job that helps them later in their career. It's what I call that aha moment. Recently, I sat down with Colleen Haley, the executive vice president of the U.S. business unit at Yazaki, and asked her to share some insight that helped in her career. My example is going to come from Thailand, actually. So you hear the phrase, and it's kind of a cliche, think global, act local. But on a walk to a customer office in Bangkok, right, so we're walking along the streets, 110 degrees, 99% humidity, going into what would be a typical customer meeting. And we knew that the meeting would run according to, to the usual protocols, right? But what we had to do is uh, satisfy the customer that we could take their global requirement and deploy it across seven countries on a common platform. So it was really the moment of saying, okay, here we are, right? Yazaki's a global company. We champion our global footprint and our ability to deliver globally. Now we've got to really pull it off. So it was a moment to say, okay, let's figure out how do we certainly meet the customer needs. We know how to do that well. But how do we translate the customer needs across seven continents, across a pretty aggressive three-year time frame, and bring it all together? And... So what was the aha moment for you there? Where, where did something really click for you on how to make that happen? Well, I'll tell you, we, we were with the global team. So we've got all seven countries represented in the meeting with the customer. And it was a matter of saying, okay, we've got to demonstrate, uh, we've got a common language, right, within our organization, and we understand the customer's common language. So uh, one, of the, one of the key uh, ahas for me was, I'm sitting across a person that I would have met with in Southeast Michigan two weeks ago. Now here we are both in Bangkok with our global teams. This is where, right, you really pull the global programs off. So uh, that was to me saying it, it's all about global, but end of the day, it's all about local. It's about the relationship you've built. It's about the performance you've demonstrated. And now you're just translating that across the world. And so now you're keeping this kind of concept in mind as you uh, approach other projects as well? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think for me, the keys really were, um, you know, you've got to be clear and open right, with the customer and with your own team. You've got to translate a global requirement into something that matters to the local team because at the end of the day, they're the ones who are going to deliver the parts to the customer. So it's always that translation of global requirement, local execution. You know, anyone interested in a management career path 
can always do well to find a mentor who can help guide you through business decisions. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.